Hey everybody, welcome to continue watching. My name is Anton. And this is Tyler. I am the descendant of King Arthur, Trey. And today we are watching Vinland Saga. This is season one, currently available on Netflix as well as Crunchyroll. Um, I saw it as well on Amazon, I think. Amazon is where it uh, started. Yeah. So there are a couple places for, to watch it. So if you have any of those, you can go ahead and watch it there. But if you're watch, listening to the podcast now, we're assuming you've already watched it. And that's why you're listening into right now. So a quick description. Tyler. Trey. Trey. <laughs> it's like he thinks we're interchangeable. We all look the same to him. Oh, my God. Well, Greece, I'm staring at him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring at a black screen, so you both are interchangeable. And your names both start with T's, so I'm the only anyway. unique one here. <laughs> In the 11th century AD, a young boy has his father murdered by Vikings, and so he joins up to get his revenge. That's true. Pretty, pretty accurate. Yep. One thing that is also pretty cool is that most of the stuff that's in this show is super accurate like really all the technology and stuff like that like the guy who writes it's a huge just a big old fan history boof yeah and so he does a lot of traveling to like iceland and stuff like that so a lot of the like landscapes and stuff that you see are places like real places he's been to nice so well, well that's kind of cool um my first impressions is it started out a little slow, but it really picked up um, uh, around, say, episode three. Uh, and that's where it started to get more interesting to me. That's not too bad. What was the thing that made it uh, pick up for you? Did you hate his dad? I don't necessarily hate his dad, but to me, the story of revenge that um Thorfinn was trying to go for really made me more interested in it. So to me that again is probably where it really picked up. Uh, nothing again nothing to do with his dad. I think that he was a pretty cool character. Um good morals and stuff, but to me just uh once he died and that's really what took off for me. Fair enough. And and Tyler Dude, this show was bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Bye. what I take from it. It's boring. What like, is boring about it? Okay. Tell me if this is accurate, okay? To summarize the entire show, boy's dad dies, boy is angry, and gets his ass kicked. That's it. I mean, I think that's the first 12 episodes, sure. That's the N24 or N12 too. He I think once duels Prince him a few more times and loses. Well, I think the Prince Canute thing adds a lot to it. And it's kind of cool to see him step back. The main character step back for and allow actual character growth. He has no character growth. It's character well, growth in a different character. Well, and I think that's interesting. And I think it's cool that you so you didn't like you didn't like this first season, so I'm curious if you like the second season. Because, spoiler alert, it turns from a Viking fight anime into I want to be a good person 
and I don't it's fight anymore. Viking well, my, farm simulator. My argument, Trey, is that it's <laughs> not even a Viking fight anime. It's a try hard to make you. It's like a try hard deep anime with Viking fighting. I think you're being a little critical before you see how the show. Well, this is only based on season one. And in season one, I felt like they were trying too hard to be deep. Um, like Thorfinn is a terrible character, in my opinion. He's he's one sided. I understand that based on pictures I've seen that that will probably change. But I'm to the point where I could care less because it's like you've already lost me. Like, I didn't want to keep watching it after episode, like, five. I was done. <laughs> really? You didn't think anything, yeah. anybody else was... So you just... You don't like Thorfinn, that's fine. But you didn't think anybody else was interesting? Um, what about Askeladd? I thought Askeladd... Askeladd's the only kind of interesting one, but he's still just... Uh, what about Leif Erikson? He was the yeah. only one that Happy I Leif thought Erickson, was kind of yeah. cool. Because he's a real person. Like so that is, I know of. So is Thorfinn Carl Stephanie. Yeah, I don't know who that is. The main character. He's a real person. What I'm saying is he's... Leif Erikson is the only one who I knew of. Oh. Yeah, so this is based on an actual Viking saga called Vinland Saga. And it's about the dude who went to settle America. And so it's... Well, it's boring. There's some, some creative liberties. Yeah. That's really funny because I I read the the manga. I'm all up to date. I was reading it on the app, the, the Takiomi app that Anton mm-hmm. showed me, and all of the care. And it was funny to see because the whole anime and the whole manga from this point out, the first like forty chapters, yeah, I'm with you. Thorfinn's a piece of shit. It's boring, and then afterwards, it really does become the whole can somebody who's like the been the worst ever and killed so many people really truly redeem and does a life of nonviolence after the fact make up for anything at all do you know what i mean like it starts being an actual character dive study and the whole time everyone's just like this is boring can we go back to like part one where he kills people all the time he wouldn't put up with this shit this character sucks now well the my response to that um is the thing that made him such a bad character, in my opinion, was that he had these constant flashbacks of his father, learned zero, had zero introspection. And it's just like, I get it. It's the 11th century. Okay. Well, these are simple folk. Also, he's like 16. Yeah. And he is almost his entire life, he's been a little bitch. That's just constantly angry. And I understand that, like, there is trauma associated with that. But to, it was very difficult for me to watch and be like, how has he not learned anything? Would you think that it would be better if he was able to win his fight in the end? No, like, I don't. I don't think he it need he needed to win, but when um, Thor kills like what makes a true warrior, and it's like, bro, you had a flashback of your dad saying what makes a true warrior. Instead, he just gets and he just goes red with anger. Yeah, 
Like, dude. That was cheap. Grow up to 17. Yeah. Like, he's just so... I keep saying boring, but, like, one-dimensional, there's... He has no thought other than revenge, revenge, revenge. And I understand why, but it just makes for a boring character. And if the first part is boring, I don't want to watch the second part because I'm already lost as a viewer or a reader. Well, I will have you know that I am going to uh, to pick it, so we're going to have to watch it. At one point. (laughs) Well, I hope Talonless Nana has a season two because that's That's my retaliation. <laughs> sure. The the thing that I had the troubles with the most is some character design. And I'm not necessarily saying like it's bad characters or anything like that. To me it was just a little bit I think too exaggerated to be such a show as you had said Trey um based upon like actual events um and i, I mean i do kind of get the pet the the part like you know this is um also speculation um down the line stories get exaggerated and everything but like to have thorkill who can throw literally a boulder across nearly across the freaking lake at people but he's but he's tall Cool. There's still tall people who can't even lift a pencil, but uh, tall. But to me, it's just like some of the things they went a little bit too far. Like it to have Thorkill tall, I completely understand that because in, uh, Norwegian Vikings and like that's the one of the things that made them really um, intimidating on the battlefield is because they were so tall. Um, compared to all the people that they're raiding and all that stuff. So making him tall wasn't necessarily the issue. But then uh, getting to like those other things where he's literally throwing logs into the ground to sink ships that are as big as literal trees. Yeah, but he was the tall. So Actually, the re- a lot of this too is because Thorkel the Tall shows up in another one of the sagas and like they talked about it, he was strong enough to do that kind of stuff. So these early parts takes a lot of liberties, but like the characters really did exist. Canute ended up being a real king. King like he inherited King Swain. Like all the historical stuff they talk about is accurate. But I am excited for Tyler to watch season two and you too, Anton. <laughs> Because I think that the character stuff actually changes in a really important way in the second season. Right. To the point where things get interesting and it starts becoming an actual character study. Mm-hmm. And I think to kind of, though, to expand a little bit more on Tyler, what he was saying about how Thorfinn was pretty one dimensional, um, at least for most of the part, is I think that they definitely should have introduced Leaf earlier on because you you get to him that he's wanting to try to find Thorfinn to take him home and all that stuff but the fact that he doesn't meet up with him until the second to last episode uh, I think is um, not the right choice because if he were to come in a few episodes earlier but then Thorfinn has that struggle of should I continue to pursue my vengeance or should I just go with Leaf and go home? 
I think would have made it a lot better of a development for them. Well, and like I said, I like to think of this part one. It sh- I don't think it should have been 22 episodes or 24 episodes. I think 12 would have done fine. Made it not drag on for people. You know what I mean? Because their content's there for pushing through to other stuff. Um, I don't know, but I think if part one more is an exploration of Thorfinn's two dads as a character study of, of you know, because Askeladd's just Thorfinn's dad, almost more of his dad than than Thor's was. Than Thor, yeah. But my problem with that, because I felt it, but I think the reason I didn't like that very much was it is saying, viewer, make the connection where it's not going to be mentioned at all in the show. Neither character, at least in season one, will explore that aspect of their relationship. And you just have to make that connection that Askeladd is acting as if he is the father uh, or he's acting as a father figure of a sorts for Thorfinn. Yeah, very loosely. I don't know. Figure, but no I, one nonetheless. I think for me, it became evident when Knut was introduced, especially with his, his surrogate father, Ragnar. And mm-hmm. then Askeladd being like, you're, you know, you're not doing any, the kid any favors. And then he has him killed. And then again, almost steps in like a father figure for Knut as well. And so it was cool. I thought it was cool to see the parallels between the two and just, and, and just how, I don't know. Cause Askeladd's one of my favorite characters. It's my favorite character in this show by like a million. Well, cause the only, he's the only one who gets like, he's the only one who has like three working brain cells. He's the only one that gets shit done. Everyone else is just done, dude. Like, yeah, but he doesn't show up and he doesn't do anything till like season one's almost over. That's true. But he does also doesn't get a spine until after Thorfinn pretty much pisses him off. That's the start of it. Yeah. But until that, um, what's his name? Bjorn till Bjorn goes ham and then gets hurt. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. And that's on like episode 22 or something. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm with you. It should not have been as long as it was. Cuz I think it did the show a disservice. Yeah, it dragged on and it got to the point where I was just like I don't care. Like can just move on to the next place. This is boring. I'm not here watching the history channel. I'm trying to be entertained. Mm. And I felt like this show could have been so much better in like in my opinion, if they did things differently, as in like developed characters, characters or looked at like more directly relationships between the characters other than viewer pick up on it because it's not mentioned at all. You know, that's my biggest complaint is that it was boring. Fair enough. Um, no, I get that. I think I, I'm with you. I think they they frame the season in such a way that they're where I think in the future when there's more seasons to watch in a row, it will be a lot better. Where just watching it on its own, the structure and treating it 
as a slow burn for this big long series makes it hard to watch. But did you guys? So we we Tyler, you said you kind of liked Askeladd. Yeah, like, but I felt like he's the only character that's almost likable for most of the uh, season one because he's the only one who has. Like besides said, like Floki but Floki's not really in it right he's the only one that can think yeah well I think I, what I find so fascinating about him is just and the other thing I find fascinating about the show is the setup they had for Asgard to be such a big thing with the whole whale setup and you know I'm the descendant of the actual King Arthur from 500 years ago, and then they just kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. But I I just, I think there's a lot of depth there, and I, part of the thing that helps the depth is that that they did kill him in the middle of his, what he was trying to do. But the effect he had, because King, King Canute and both, both Canute and Thorfinn are going to be still a big part of the next season. Mm-hmm. And so you can continue to see Almost how like they start on opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Canute's like just the sweetest little lady boy. And Thorfinn's the biggest piece of shit, and just like because you see Can- Canute wearing, you know, he's wearing, he's got the crown on now, and just like when his dad was talking about how like the crown's the one that makes decisions. You think that you're going to be the one to change things, but once you put this on, like you're just a vessel for the crown. So it was cool. It's it's cool to watch them grow the, the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can imagine that. But I also think that there's more... The whole father thing, I think, has got a lot more of a thing. That, like, a lot... It's a lot easier to see than I think you guys are giving it credit for. I don't know. Or maybe if you just have to look at it through that lens. And maybe I'm spoiled because I've been involved with the series for a while. Well, I definitely think it... For the viewer, it's like, how do I say this? Not necessarily apparent, but it's noticeable that that's a lens that the, um, you know, author or director of the show wanted you to, one of the lenses they wanted you to view Thorfinn and uh, Askeladd through. Right. Um. But my problem is, it's just that. It's just, yeah, I can see how that could be. It's not any interaction between the two. Um, well, I could argue that the closest it got was when Askeladd was helping Thorfinn fight... Thorkel. Thorkel. But that's because he needed him to win so they could live. Well, right. Not father-son. I think the moment when they're talking in the Roman ruins was a big one. I think you can see it there. I also, especially the last time, well, there was the last, the last duel that they had. Uh-huh. I don't know. You could sense kind of the disappointment that Askel had had for how Thorfinn still hadn't got it, but also that he lets the vengeance quest die with him. I mean, Floki's in the area. All he has to do with his dying breath to Sir Thorfinn to get his closure on his, and his revenge is, you know, 
hey, it was Floki who hired me, so I might be dying, but you can go kill that guy. Go get your revenge. Yeah, that's actually something that I was definitely curious about. Why he never said, yeah, I'm, I know I'm the one that killed your dad, but he's the one who hired me to do it. So, well, And it's, I think it's because he wanted better for Thorfinn. And I don't know, Askeladd was too bad of a person to raise him to be a good person. He had to raise him in such a way that he could survive the life they were both living. So I, 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 don't, I think there's a lot you can infer with Askeladd's character and his interaction with Thorfinn. My biggest problem is, okay, so with that idea is, okay, Floki ordered it. Why doesn't Thorfinn care about the archers who literally killed his dad? Um, Good question. By the time he could fight, maybe they were all gone. Because I think it's Bjorn who said it, that like him and Thorfinn have been around together the longest. And that everyone else is kind of new or newer in the band. I think it really mainly has to do with the fact that it was still Askeladd that, you know, said, hey, now fire and kill him. At any point, Askeladd could have gone. Are you 100% right. sure that he said that? Or was it Bjorn? No, I'm saying like at the uh, once, um, like before he gets hit with all the arrows, Askeladd gives them the signal and has them. Shoot him. So I'm saying, like, it. It's not necessarily the bowman that killed him, but no, Askeladd was. But, but Askeladd still was the one that pulled the trigger in saying, "Now fire and kill him." Well, and I think too, it was very clear that Askeladd lost that duel. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole dishonorable thing, right? And instead, Askeladd lost instead of following through on his word and letting everyone go he killed thor's anyway so acting especially because thorfinn's rightly convinced his dad was like a man of honor you know what i mean and that thor and that he was only bested because Askeladd was willing to do whatever it took to win well i would argue that he was just murdered for sure not really bested but like okay so if he can blame Askeladd, then i would agree he could blame floki and then just go up the line of, well, why is that culture there? Well, I'm going to now blame the person above Floki or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, it's funny dude, that you kill bring, the archers. It's funny, it's funny that you bring that up because a big part, because they want to go to Vinland, right? They want to escape a world of, of killing and slavery. That's where the big push for Vinland goes is that they want to build a better world. And because he cannot... He can't live in the world that he's living in without having violence to either defend his way of life or the need to commit violence to just live. They're going to go find someplace else far away from the fighting where that's not a thing. And so it, I mean, it, it evolves into a big criticism, especially in the second season coming up, of Viking culture as a whole. So I, I think that's funny that you, you brought that up. Because this is all, I think, to set up a big thing that it sets up is just that that's normal for these people. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. When they're, when they're walking and they're like, ah, oh, you know, like those Christian chicks, dude, that's, you know, they don't want to have sex with us, but we do it anyway. And I think that's what makes it so hot. You know what I mean? Like that's fucked up. That's a yeah. really shitty, weird thing to say, but like, it's so normal for these people who, and then you see it. I think Thor kills the one that's 
because he's almost a cartoon character about it. Do you know what I mean? Like he's got that, he's the opposite end of Thor's. Mm-hmm. Where it's killing and it's violence, but it's honorable killing and violence. And it's the only way to, you know, get to Valhalla. And that's the most important thing in the world. And so I really enjoyed, I enjoyed Thorkel a lot. I think he's a lot of, I think he's funny. And yeah, he's a little bit cartoonish, but like, I, I, I think it's a good, especially if you, you know, keep him in mind as the opposite of Thor's. It's pretty, it's great. I just thought he was too silly. Like he's like, having too, like laughing and having too much fun with it, or just that his powers were ridiculous. No, just like laughing and having too much fun. I thought that was just too cartoonish. Mm. Where it's like, okay, dude, I get it. Yeah, you're a Viking. Yeah, I know. No, but he's he's the Viking. Yeah, he puts the king in Viking or some. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but I don't know. He's the standard for the Viking culture, especially in this season, because it keeps going. Every time he runs into Thorfinn in the future, he's like, "Ah, like we're fighting. You don't have a chance. Like we're we're fighting. We're doing this. It's good to see you again, little nephew. Like we're doing this." Mm-hmm. And it's you know watching Thorfinn try to because he makes especially in the second season he's just like you know what I'm gonna go my life. I don't want to hurt anybody ever again. All the the stuff that goes on with him. It's See, I struggle because I just don't care how he gets to that point. He's had so many chances in season one. Well, I again, he's, he's the, still a kid. And yeah, so he what, should you can him. only have introspective thoughts and look at your past and look at what your father tried to teach you when you're an adult. Well, I mean, a no. lot of the times, again, people, it takes people to hit rock bottom before they can see their faults. And so, I mean, I don't necessarily know that we've seen his rock bottom. Bro, he's like the rocks. Uh, well, I mean, I get that. But I mean, but even then, people hit rock bottom and still like, yeah, we can go deeper. But I also think he had that flame of hope. Do you know what I mean? It was he could he could kill Asgard. He could avenge his father's honor, get get his revenge as you know, the culture dictates, because that very much was like a cultural law back then. If somebody wronged you and killed a family member, it was Viking law that you could kill them back and you were supposed to, to the point where you could get like shunned from a society and exiled if you didn't go out and kill the people who wronged you. And so, yeah, I mean, he, he sucks. But what he's doing is like culturally appropriate. But not just that. He had I that don't whole, know. I, it seemed like the other Vikings were like, dude, let it go. Well, to, I mean, after 10 years, sure. And to them, I mean, how often, how many parents did they kill? You know I mean, like, when they killed the entire village because they didn't, you know, like, ah, we don't really want you starving to death. This is like, that was normal for them. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, there's contradictions in what I'm seeing. Sure. Where you say it's Viking culture to do this, and yet the Vikings were like, dude, this is not healthy. And he's like, I literally live in the 11th century and I have nothing to do all day, but I'm going to stew and also just be a bad fighter per what Thorkell says. I would say it it actually seems a little bit more accurate, though, to kind of say what uh, Trey was saying. Yeah, it's very appropriate like for them in that, that time period to do that. But whereas Thorfinn, he's been trying at it for... 11 10 years yeah so uh, 
with it being that long, yeah, like, bro, move on. Well, I also think that, like, in these guys' mind, Askeladd was so far above him. It's just kind of like a, you're never going to get there. Just, like, accept that you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Or just like Askeladd was saying. It's just like, hey, man, I'm getting, like, I'll get old. I'll get old and you'll kill me. That's how this is going to go. Just one age, because it's all, you know, like you said, the age is ending. And it is, especially for, for Thorfinn. That it was the end of this era in his life. And teenagers can introspect and get better. But I, with that type of trauma, I don't know. I know lots of people that just, like, don't get over it. Their, their entire adult lives are just framed by these traumas they had when they were younger. Yeah, but my... I would say to re- to argue that this isn't this is a fictional story to some extent. Sure. And I don't like I don't like that. There. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it as plainly as I can. <laughs> I think that's just like I don't want to say lazy, but dumb writing at least for the anime to be like yes we know because when they're making the anime, they know what happens in the manga. We know that there's growth that happens. And even for the manga writer there, I'm going to blame him too. <sighs> You're making a story and you just make a character boring for how many chapters? One sided. How many chapters? And he's the main character. Well, Boo. Boo, I say. 40 chapters, but I would, I don't know. I think Askeladd's way more the main character of the first part of Inland Saga than Thorfinn is. I guess. But I think that's important for future growth down the line. And I'm with you. It is boring. It, it, it sucks he didn't change. And it's not satisfying that there was no growth on his part. But, I mean, the rest of the story, up until where I've read to, because it's still ongoing, is about Thorfinn's change. Is an attempt to be better. So, I mean, it, it eventually ends up being character development, the, the story. It's just, again, like, I think they did, uh, by not changing, this is one of those ones that's kind of like Chainsaw Man, where it's almost shot for shot from the manga, like, recreated. And where you can read those a lot quicker than you can watch them, I, I just think they could have either made it shorter and incorporated the farm arc into the first part, so there was some type of growth, or, you know, took some liberties and moved things a little faster so you could see moments. Mm-hmm. So I am excited for you to watch, for both of you to watch part two. And I think it's, like I said, my favorite part is it's kind of pulls like a bait and switch because most people are like, oh, badass Viking fights. <sighs> they weren't even that badass though. Like, I, I was just disappointed in that. There was, there was just a lot of disappointment. For sure, okay. Sure. I, I like the cinematography when it when it comes to the fighting uh, i mean it really made me want to actually watch vikings the live action tv show when but going into the like the character development and stuff it definitely um was uh better at that not saying it's the best uh, or anything like that, but as far as like Viking fights go, uh, I agree with Tyler. They were good, but it could have been better. I get you. And Lee Ferrickson didn't hang dong, dude. I know. Not once. Actually, in the 
Leif Erikson in the history was actually like a crazy badass warrior Viking. He wasn't so much a traitor, it's just like a normal Viking. So, but that wouldn't fit the, the story. So. Yeah. Liberties had to be taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, in so in the Eddas, the Thorfinn's name is Thorfinn Carl Safney. That's and that's what they start calling him, I think, towards the end. And it'll show up a few more times. But I I know you're frustrated. I really want you to watch season two. And at some point I'll pick that for my next anime choice. So that you can you know what it's finished, it's currently airing the seasons. Cause I get it. It's frustrating. It's super frustrating that Thorfinn just won't get with it and stop being a dipshit all the time. Well, it's just like, I, I really dislike shows or media that do that, where they are just like, hey, it's almost like those fail ads, where it the, the, the ads for mobile games where it's like, oh, I can't get past this puzzle. And it's like, <laughs> super easy. Yeah. This is just like, hey, I'm just going to frustrate you. And you're going to be frustrated and I'm going to hope that you continue reading because you are wanting to see something like, no, if, if I'm not enjoying the season one, like unless it is basically forced upon me, I'm not watching season two because I don't care. All right, cool. What's my next one for my next movie? I picked Vinland Saga season two. (laughs) 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 <laughs> All right, if you can if you can um give it to me on like a DVD uncut without the uh, intros and outros. Uh-huh. I'll watch it. Okay. We can do that at your house. Um I'll just need you to close your eyes every 22 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, when I first started watching it, I was freaked out cuz that intro with the motorcycles. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> Well, it's weird because sometimes Netflix will give you the option to skip that, and other times they don't. Yeah, other times just you like, have to. Watch it's these like sweet bikes. When you watch it the first time in that session of you watching it, it will pop up. But every time you do like the next episode, it will automatically skip. This is what I've how I think uh, it works. No. It didn't work for me. Not on <laughs> Netflix. Well, that's how I skip, me, and then I'd see that big engine, and I'm just like, all right, fast forward. <laughs> Because that was that is different than the opening song or the intro, <laughs> and so it wouldn't automatically skip that all the time, right? Dude, you know who Leif Erikson's partner was? Don Quixote. Nope, <laughs> Thor Gunna. <laughs> Ooh, spelled T H O R G U N N A. Hell yeah, <laughs> Thor Gunna. Bro, I gotta tell you, I think that Viking nicknames are some of the coolest, like, historical nicknames. Do you know that um, Leif Erikson had a child named Thorkel? That's cool. I know his dad was named Eric the Red because he had a red beard. So what um, nicknames are you thinking? Like, Harold, the, you know, the king that they're talking about that conquered Denmark that caused them to flee to Iceland? Uh-huh. His name was Harold Bluetooth because he ate blueberries a lot. Because he could connect to every device. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's funny because Bluetooth was developed in Iceland. And like the runes for his for BT are combined to make a Bluetooth symbol. No way. Yeah. Nice. 
That's really um, interesting. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Anton's seen Vikings, so he knows about Ragnar Lothbrook. Yes. And, and Lothbrook means fuzzy pants. His name's Ragnar <laughs> Fuzzy <yeah>. Pants. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, uh, Thorfinn's Carl, Carl Stephanie means making of a man. Makings of a man. So I, I don't know. I, I like the Viking nicknames. I think they're cool. Thorkell's tall. <laughs> so he's just the tall. <laughs> Dude, he was comically tall. He was. He's like 12 feet tall. Well, back then, I'm sure he was like, he's like six foot two, probably in real life. No, oh, he's the, a, the he was thing, a giant. I'm going to send you. Um, because my favorite thing about Thorfinn is like he's done growing. He doesn't get any taller or any bigger. That sucks. <laughs> so I'm gonna send you a picture of what he looks like with like his his beard and stuff like that. It's like on a little kid body. Oh, uh, where's the yeah? It's like a, on a little kid body. I think it's so funny. Nice. Right, do do do. This whole time we've been talking, I found this this YouTube channel called Squash Clay, and they're making they're making. Uh, tell your mom I said hi, Anton. She sounds like she's having. Fun. <laughs> I think she's a little drunk right now, actually. Um, she's Ew. making all the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a funny picture? He looks like a little kid. <laughs> Almost like someone put an eighty-year-old man's head on top of a little kid's body. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Looks like a. Like a creature found in a cave. I'm trying to think of the context for this one. <laughs> he throwed up. Oh, it's it's when he oh, there was because he's got he becomes friends with the other slave, and so there's a fight that breaks out, and they're like, "Well, you're gonna we're gonna have to kill you," because he punched him. And he's like, "Why don't you just kill me instead?" Because this is like his rock bottom. I want to die moment. Spoiler alert. Done that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, join the club, Thorfinn. <laughs> I also said kill me instead of the slave. Well, he's a slave. I mean, they're both slaves. Yeah, I was a slave too. Oh, okay. 12 years. Gosh dang it. Nice. Well, I'm a little bummed you didn't like it. I get the reasons you didn't like it, Tyler. I'm glad Anton liked it. I am glad you are taking it better than when I normally don't like things. You. Well, I think... He said, I think that if you do watch season two, you would be pleasantly surprised. I think it would change your mind about a few things about it. Um, but I think, because I think a lot of your problems come from this just being a single season. And while it makes sense for them to adapt that whole part, I think they could have done more. Yeah, I can see that. I can see how you are coming at it from a viewpoint of knowing what happens because you're up to date with the manga, right? Uh, yeah, they just got to Vinland, actually. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, so you having knowledge of everything so far, mm. I can see how that influences you. Um, and, I mean, if I had all that knowledge, I'd probably enjoy it more. But By just way, based on the season one, it's trash. For, well, <laughs> Vinland's actually, uh, I believe it's it's either Newfoundland in Canada or it's Nova Scotia, one of those two places. It's both. So I'm I'm curious as to I'm worried about how it's going to end because obviously they didn't stick around, so I don't know how it's going to end in such a way that was like, and then five years later everyone was murdered by the natives, so they had to go back to Iceland. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got more. I'm more about that. 
Maybe they fight and get their ass kicked. I, I really enjoy reading <laughs> the manga. That's funny that you said that. I enjoy reading the manga a lot more than I enjoyed watching the show, just because I like when artwork's really good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And while the show does its best to adapt it, it's not in a, such a way that it's satisfying. Um, but yeah, this this whole story is character growth. The the story. So yeah, it's, minus it's, the part that we watched. Ex- yeah. Well, I, think it's, <laughs> I get there was character growth for some characters, but not the one it, we were mainly following. Well, and. This is the last time I'll say it, but it, it, the reason that it's that way is because it really, I think it really needs to nail in how like much of a monster Thorfinn is. Because it keeps referring back to how he used to be as a motivation for his character growth. So I, I think if he changed even a little bit, it would make the later character growth less satisfying. So who do you think grew as a character in season one? Um, Gru is a character. Canute. Anyone else? Mm, I don't think Askeladd grew as a character. I, I think Thorfinn grew as a character, but like negatively. Yeah. I think um, he just shrunk I, as a character. Right. Askeladd, I don't think necessarily grew so much as. If like, anything, he was just fleshed out, I think. Yeah, revealed as to who he was. I like the twist mm-hmm. that he hated everybody. He, like, his. Do you know what I mean? That whole, like, I'm actually a, the Prince of Wales kind of thing. And, like, and doing all of this for the survival of whales was really interesting. I, I really like that he didn't tell Thorfinn about Floki. A lot really? Too. But also, I really, that Bjorn moment was pretty touching. When he's like, I just wanted to be your friend. He's like, oh, you were. See, I just was like, dude, stop trying to make me feel like you're doing a bad job. <laughs> um, I like that. I don't know. Maybe it was just my negative attitude, but I was done with it trying to be like, but uh, feel these things. This is this is what love is. Debatable. What do you? <laughs> oh, are you talking about the the Christian the, movement? The I priest. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool no. with the priest. Well, I disagreed with the whole thing. It's discrimination. You're just a bitter drunk boy, dude. Like, I don't agree with your reasoning. This dumb. And then he's like, my God. Like, Canute's character development was rapid. Yeah. Yeah. Just instantly, all right, <laughs> I'm now just kind of a badass. Mm. Well, I think that it was real uh, a real interesting way about going about him. Pretty much going, okay, well, pretty much, like, screw God at this point. Where with that whole thing is like, yeah, well, love is this, and he's like, well, fuck that. <laughs> I'm it just gonna cool do it this. <laughs> yeah, because his motivation later becomes like, I don't need God to make, you know, if if that's what God wants, like, screw, yeah, I'll make heaven here on earth. Yeah, he says that. He says he'll become a demon if he has to. Yeah, Canute's character growth is really cool, especially in this later parts. He becomes less and less of a major character after the next part. Well, hopefully you go into season two with a little bit of a better attitude. Maybe. <laughs> Can't promise. I- I'm fine with you not liking it, but if you're like, I couldn't get over the fact I didn't like the first season, so I didn't even try for the second one. I, I will watch it with fresh eyes as much as I can. 
I appreciate you saying that. But I guarantee, and this is just my assumption, that the first couple episodes will suck. Probably. In like, in my opinion. Well, I can definitely. I think it, the first couple episodes are going to be similar enough to season one that I start off on the wrong foot. Right. I, I mean, I can I definitely see that with especially the the path that it's going to take from what we've received from Trey is that the second half is going to be that character development. Yeah, as stubborn as he is now, it's definitely going to take a few episodes before we actually really see any development. I think, well, because part two starts after like a three or four year time skip, too. So it's a pretty stark change. That's why, like I said, it's funny to talk to people who are like, yeah, that's cool. Like, fight, you know, we like Vikings, the show, and we like all the fights and stuff. So we really liked, you know, the fighting parts of it. And it's like, oh, it's like, not what it's about. That's a dude. Because I've, I've on, seen man. his, I've seen his selfies. Anyway, so what, what would you guys rate it? Tyler, you go first. Oh, no, dude. I'm, I'm trying not to rate it too low. It's not going to hurt my feelings if you go with your heart. Four? Would Thorfinn rate it low? Because it killed his dad? Dude, if I could, I'd kill his dad, too. <laughs> oh, Just really to like cause that. him suffering. I like Thor. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. He was cool. I liked him as a character. I didn't mind that he died because I thought it was going to lead to something other than just fucking 20 episodes of Vengeance arc. Right. That amount to nothing. I'm I'm glad. And again, I, I, this show means a lot to me. The series means a lot to me. I The fact he didn't get his revenge, I think, was my favorite part about the entire season. I think the show would have been a lot worse if he had. I mean, I, what I say leads to nothing It in season one. And again, I am sure something in season two changes or is revealed. And he goes, oh, Askeladd, the man covered in ashes. In season one, there's no growth. He doesn't kill him. Like it literally, he, he gets nothing. And he gets told that he's not even a good fighter. By who? In that last duel, either by Askeladd or Thorkel. Oh, it's Askeladd. Because Ask, like, yeah. So it's like, like when you let the rage get a hold of you, like, no, not just that. I think it was Thorkel who's like, dude, he's not even that good. Oh, I don't. Or think when so. maybe I think it was when he when he was fighting Thorkel. I think Thorkel it was. was like, dude, you're not that good. Like you're just well, quick. Somebody says that, but like later on, Thorkel's like, because he beat you know. I think it was during the uh, the very last duel that after he like before he kills Bjorn, because um, the prince was talking to to Thorkill and he's like, "So who do you think is gonna win?" And then he's like, "Well, by the way, will Thorfinn beat you?" And so he's like, "You, uh, I am definitely not the one, like the weakest one of the three. Oh, that yeah. was just like a haughty thing. I know it happens in the second fight. Because there's that kid who's like, I'm gonna join Askeladd's band. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's and he's like, mm. wow, he's not even that good. He's just quick. And then Bjorn's like, no, you idiot. Like, pay attention. But all right, well, let's. Hey, so Tyler gave it a four. Um, I would give it a six. 
Uh, I did like it. Uh, there were, again, things that did make it rough for me. But overall, I enjoyed it. So uh, I think a six is a good a good number for me. Fair enough. What about you, Trey? Um, like a nine. I don't know. I really enjoyed the show. So maybe I was... <laughs> you give season one a nine. I see a lot more... Well, because we're looking for different things, I think. I watched this with the idea of Askeladd being much more of a main character and more of Askeladd being the focus. And even Canute, like Thorkel's tertiary when it comes to the story, or at least this part of the story. And I was pleasant. I was really happy with how, where their characters went. Uh, Askeladd especially. I think he's such a deep and interesting dude, especially with what we find out towards the end. <laughs> Like how he feels about the Danes and stuff like that, and his interaction with Bjorn, and then the, just the fact that he was willing to, you know, kill how he said a canoe and killing the king for whales. I just so I think we were looking for different things out of the show, and that's what helped me like it so much. Okay, I can accept that. All cool. right, well, you heard it here first, folks. Go watch the second season. It's good enough to make Tyler say I was wrong about everything. <laughs> While you're at it, you can go ahead and start on what we're going to watch next. And what we're watching next is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Which is, I've seen it already, arguably probably one of the top ten movies on my list of all time. Of all time? Of all time. Oh yeah. (laughs) You'll just have to watch it yourself, okay? Sounds like you said you cried. I almost cried. It was so beautiful. All right, I'm excited. Especially after <laughs> watching. Have you guys ever, have you guys seen Mandy? No. No. Or the or Pig? You guys should watch Pig. Oh, I heard Pig was pretty epic. <laughs> well, it, dude, it's like cuz it looks like it's going to be like a John Wick thing and it's not. It's like a really sad show. <laughs> I heard about that. I yeah. Didn't know Nicolas Cage. Like I knew he could act, but like not like this. I can't watch anything other than that video you sent. Of the Pokemon figure making? Yeah. Dude, I've been watching it the entire time we've recorded. He's got... Because he does all the evolution lines. I know. I saw... I watched the Crocodile uh, crocodile, and then Croconaw, and he's on the third one right now. I didn't know Croconaw was wearing basically a toga. (laughs) He's like a caveman. I think he looks more caveman in... I think than toga. You guys enjoy belittling me. Yes. Yeah, especially after you think. Let's let's sign off. I've had chicken tenders <laughs> I twice fried. They're super crunchy, but I can't eat them on on microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. The last thing then. Uh, follow us on all of our social medias. Uh, you can find links to them at anchor.fm slash continue watching. So do that. We want to hear from you. That's how crunchy they are. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.